welcome back to the Eagles 2-Minute Drill. I'm your host, Dan Wood. Earlier this week, we discussed the defense and some of the problems that have been plaguing it all season. Today, we're going to get into the offense. Now, here's the problem with doing a podcast in only two minutes in the middle of the season. There's a lot of information to go through, especially with the offense. So, like coaches in the NFL, I'm going to use timeouts to give myself an extra 30 seconds as needed. Hopefully, I'm not going to do this often, but for this topic, I think it's needed. So let's get started. So there's a slight problem talking about the Eagles offense this year in that everything's already been said. So what left is there to talk about? Well, I'm going to talk about Jordan Matthews. And because I like the kid and I'm worried about his health, I'm going to go ahead and spend my first time out here and give myself an extra 30 seconds. And not talking about Jordan Matthews with his drops early in the season or that he's the leading receiver on the Eagles right now. I'm talking about how many times we've seen him getting absolutely crushed going over the middle by a safety. I feel bad for the kid. Like it, I'm surprised he's still getting up. Don't get me wrong. I'm impressed. But how many times can they keep asking him to make those hard catches? You have to wonder if that's affecting his drops early in the season, knowing that he was going to get nailed like that. And whether it's the scheme or quarterbacks just making bad decisions leaving Matthews out to dry, you've got to be worried that at some point he's going to take one of these hits and he's not going to get up and you just lost your number one wide receiver. No discussion of the Eagles' offense would be complete without discussing the Eagles' offensive line this year, but this is a long topic, so I'm going to go ahead and take my second time out here and give myself some extra time. I know talking about the offensive line this season is pretty much preaching to the choir to anyone who's watched an Eagles game this year, outside maybe the Dallas game where they actually played well, but we all know this offensive line has been the root of the problems, and without the offensive line down the trenches, the run game doesn't get going, the passing protection doesn't work for the quarterback, and the whole offense that Chip relies on falls apart. Now, Chip the GM has some answering to do, thinking that Tobin and Barber would be acceptable replacements for Mathis and Harriman's. Now, I don't hate either one of those players. I think they're both fine backups. I think one of them on their own would be fine, but when you have both of them out there, you're just adding to the talent gap on that offensive line. And then you have Jason Kelsey, who is one of my favorite players on this team, but has not been playing well with the mental mistakes. He is single-handedly killing drives with bad snaps and bad penalties. And I know everyone loves Jason Peters. I love Jason Peters. But right now, he is killing this team. Whether this is Chip's decision or Jason's decision, him deciding the play when he's not healed is hurting them. This is an offensive line that's clearly lacking in talent. So what they have to do is make up for an execution. When this team isn't practicing together all week, then that's going to hurt the team. When you have situations where Jason Peters is sitting on the sidelines and doesn't know if he's going to play until an hour before game day, and the team doesn't know what that offensive line's going to look like, that's killing them. They can't afford to do that. And then there's the run game. We all know it hasn't been great this year. It's slowly, It's been getting better, I'll give it that, but DeMarco Murray hasn't looked like a great back. I, one of the Eagles Beats reporters said on Twitter recently that you could probably give the same snaps to Kenyon Barner and have the same or better results. And honestly, I tend to agree with that assessment. And that leads me to my next point. With the whole... DeMarco Murray versus Ryan Matthews, where Chip Kelly won't make changes to the offense as needed. This topic's going to take a little while, so I'm going to go ahead and call my second timeout and give myself an extra 30 seconds here. In Chip's defense, we have seen where this offense can be really good, and I'm not talking about the past two years. I'm talking about this year, where we've seen sparks and little stretches in games where they can score at will. But they can't do that consistently, and that's the most maddening thing about this offense this year. If DeMarco Murray isn't playing well, you need to tell Deuce Staley to run Ryan Matthews more. That is your job as a coach. If your receivers aren't catching the ball, you need to find some receiver who will. You have tight ends, you have wide receivers, you have running backs on the team, all capable of catching the ball, and you need to find the ones who are dropping the ball or not giving it 100% and just don't play them. 
Of course, I say that never being an NFL player or an NFL head coach, so I'm running my mouth a bit there, but you get where I'm going with it. To his credit, Chip has made changes, albeit small ones, like changing the pace of play, going from fast to slow to get the defense off pace, and reducing the playbook for Sam Bradford to help him adjust to the new system. What Chip needs to do going ahead is a better job at finding the players that he can use to break a game open and ride them. You saw in the Miami game, Brent Selleck had a great game early on and then just kind of disappeared. I have no problem with Chip trusting his scheme, but at some point you need to get the scheme and the talent working together to be the most effective that it can be. And when that happens, maybe this offense might actually be good again, or at the very least, watchable. At this point, I would settle for that. Well, that's about all the time I have today. Hopefully I didn't abuse the timeout system too much and don't intend to do it down the road, but there's a lot to cover with this team right now, just getting started. Tomorrow we'll look into the Patriots and Eagles preview, and later we'll start looking at the NFC East and where the Eagles stand in the division. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, please follow us at Eagle2Men on Twitter, or email us at Eagle2Men at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening.